Good morning, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. This show gave me nightmares, and I don't even have a subconscious mind. Have a nice flight. the pilots the podcast my name is Aaron with me as always is my smarty Cameron how are you doing today you know you thought I was gonna go with dummy didn't you I did I was like I was like oh man she's gonna call me a dummy yeah my dummy Cameron. oh I'm gonna have to have a good comeback for that yeah and you were thinking about the comeback and then I was like that's not what I was gonna say you outwitted me dummy the podcast (laughs) you outwitted me you made a fool of me (laughs) you know understanding Mm. Without knowledge hmm. is a dangerous thing. Okay. I understood that this was going to be a bad show. Yes, yes. But I didn't understand yeah. <laughs> how bad it was going to be. Yeah, I didn't quite realize the um, journey I was in for. You know? I guarantee you 100% of our listeners <laughs> have never heard of the show we did today. Because... I got a whole I got a whole list. Yeah. Of different shows. Many of them are pretty obscure. Yeah. And this one came up and now now full disclosure guys, this is not the pilot episode. This is just what we could get. Yeah. It's like the only episode available anywhere. And it's a show called What a Dummy. <laughs> and I showed you my list without telling you what any of the shows were about and you were like I want to do what a dummy. Because I bet it's about a ventriloquist dummy who tries to get into ladies' pants. And you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm wrong and I'm right. It is about a ventriloquist dummy, but his owners want to get into the girl's pants. Well, well the thing is, too, like the show, in my opinion, yeah. was horny yeah. without being sexual. Like it was misdirected. Like it was like a dog humping a leg. Like it didn't really know where to direct it. Because like, so yeah, we did this show called "What a Dummy." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Starring Stephen Dorff <laughs> when he was like 15, 16 years old. Wow. Is there anything else that you would like to get off your chest before we dive into this? Well, we watched Love on the Spectrum. That was awesome. Yeah, but the new season of Love on the Spectrum yeah. came out. Mm-hmm. Highly quotable. Highly quotable. <laughs> Love it good. so much. Love I mean, everybody I, on there. I mean, I really don't know if, like, I know there's some criticisms about whether it's exploitative or not. I don't think I don't it is. feel like it is. No. At least no more exploitative than any dating show uh, those other dating shows are disgusting. And at least these ones have... These, like, they're actually... They actually really want this. Yeah, I actually, you know? like, care about these people. Yeah. They're not just, like, vain... Disgusting pieces of shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm sure all TV is exploitative in some way. Yeah. This show is exploitative of ventriloquist dummies. <laughs> of girls. Uh, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. It was kind of sexist, yeah. but now I'm thinking about oh, it. It was a very... <laughs> Very sexist. And I love how in the end, it's okay that you lied to me. I had fun. Oh, really? Is, is this is this how women react when they find out you've lied to them? Yeah. That was fun. It was cool. We've developed a respect for one another. 
Wow. Okay. Just some, I guess, some notes really quick before we get too far into this. Mm-hmm. Joyce Randolph, you may remember from the Honeymooners episode. She was like the last surviving actor from it. Mm-hmm. She recently died at 99. Oh. She was the one who was smart enough to like... To get uh, residuals? To get the residuals. Nice. So that was good uh, for her. Uh, this is actually a couple weeks old, but uh, Cam from Japan brought to my attention that there was an actually a Prisoner remake with Ian McKellen that came out around the time The Walking Dead came out. Interesting. And apparently it's horrible. I bet it is. I probably. I can see that. I mean, like, really, how can you get away with a creepy-ass balloon in modern times? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I really know what the equivalent is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we should watch it or not, just to kind of, like, see. Um, <sighs> like, I'm curious, but also, like, I like The Prisoner, so I don't really want to ruin I, yeah, it either. I don't. No, I'll, just, I'll just keep with the original. Okay, okay. Yeah. One of our shows has been canceled. Oh. Which show do you think got canceled? I don't know. Wolfpack, the Sarah Michelle Geller <laughs> Wolf Show. We got canceled after one season. We didn't like it. I know we didn't like it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't say we liked it. I just said one of the shows we did on this podcast. I don't know, mean like oh, one of our okay. shows. Well, that's how you phrased it. Well, I'm a dummy. Yeah, what a dummy. <laughs> Jack, please. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I hated this show. It was awful. Like, there was, like, one commercial break in it. And it wasn't even, like, vintage commercial. No. Because, okay, this was, like, the only re- the reason why there's only one episode is, like, one person recorded one episode of yeah. this show and had it on a VHS tape and then uploaded it to YouTube. As far as I can tell, this is the only known, known episode. episode of this show that yeah. you can get. Yeah. Like, it's not available to buy. It's right. not, a, you know, this is it. So, um, <laughs> so I went to a commercial break, and, like, with Hull High and stuff, we got to watch, like, the cool, like... Vintage commercials, Vintage yeah. commercials from, like, the 90s. And this went to, like, a mattress firm commercial, yeah. which was about a minute long. And I turned to you, and it gave us the option to skip. And I'm like, would you like me to skip, or do you... <laughs> and I no. No. <laughs> no. It's like, I need... This, I need... I would rather watch a Mattress Firm commercial. <laughs> I need this break from this. And then it was over so fast, and there was only one commercial. Yeah, I was going to keep it going. I was going to keep yeah. rolling. Like, get one, two commercials, whatever you want to squeeze in here. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're back. <laughs> You'll be happy to know that mm-hmm. the uh, that due to the success of Fool Me Once, Harlan Coben's Fool Me Once, Two more Harlan Coben books have been optioned for television shows on Netflix. Oh, God. One day this podcast is just going to be Harlan Coben's No, I'm not, not going to do it. I, I have already decided I am not a fan of his. No. I'm. Is, uh, if, if this is the quality of his work, um, I'll pass. Yeah. This has nothing to do with anything. But, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Today's probably going to be a short episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just things I learned recently. What do you think the word Idaho means? Potatoes. <laughs> okay. This word association, do you think it means anything, though? Uh, well, now that you're asking, I guess it does. Is it like a, a, an indigenous word? It means nothing. It was chosen 
because the 19th century oh, no. Please don't tell US me stupid white people again. Stupid white people named it Idaho because it sounded... Indigenous. Like oh, an, my God. <laughs> but the word Idaho... Isn't a thing. And Minnesota is also another one. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> because it was big at the time when they were naming places... Like, to in name America. it after indigenous people. Yeah, and they were we like... We took your land, bitch. We, <laughs> we took your land. And this is what you sound like. Idaho... <laughs> Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Fucking Romans. <laughs> Back in the day, this, is a, this has nothing to do with anything, guys. These are just facts I've learned through the week, and I just wanted to share them here. Back in the day, the railroad named a lot of places. Oh, no. And they, like, one of the perks of being the first person on a new line is you could name places. Even if it So why was don't already... we have more wild names? Well, Why don't we have, like, Poop Gulch? We do. We do have we poop did. Gulch. There, there was a whiskey dick peak. <laughs> <laughs> there is um, delirium tremens, like <laughs> like like something. Then, you know, we used to have like a whole bunch of those kind of things, like big tits, nice ass, like <laughs> mountain, and like we've had to change them because. But yeah, like there there are some bad <laughs> ones. It's really funny. I sure should, should have written them down. But even if this like town existed, mm-hmm. it didn't matter. So you lived in say Martha'sville. Mm-hmm which is a kind of popular town on this line, and and people came by and like, you're no longer Martha'sville, you're Atlanta. And then, like, the people of Martha'sville were like, no, we're not, we're Martha'sville. And they're like, you're Atlanta now. And then we just became Atlanta. Wow. So, so. Poor Martha. Her ville is lost. Her ville, Martha'sville. Her ville got lost. I know. Instead, we're naming you after a warrior goddess. Yeah, well, it's a good, it's a good trade-up. But so Martha became a warrior god- goddess. I guess go. that's a step up for Martha. That's a, it, I mean, like yeah. it'd be nice if her name was still involved somehow. Yeah, in Martha Lana. Yeah, <laughs> Martha Lanta. <laughs> Speaking of things that are better left forgotten, <laughs> we watched <laughs> the 1990s sitcom "What a Dummy." What is what a dummy? Oh boy, mm. what isn't what a dummy? Do you want to give us a show? What it isn't. <laughs> Want to give us a show synopsis? Uh. It's pretty long, but again, this is going to be a short episode. Good God. Ed Brannigan's great uncle Jackie dies and leaves a trunk full of props from his ventriloquist days. How much props do you need from a ventriloquist? Just the dummy, right? Just a creepy ass hand up an ass. Yeah, just a hand up the ass. Uh, his dummy, Buzz, has been locked in the trunk for 50 years. Okay. When Ed's family in Secaucus, New Jersey, hmm, opens the trunk, and <laughs> opens the trunk and finds Buzz, uh, they just—that's his name, Buzz. Yeah, yeah, they called him that quite a few times. Did in the they? Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't, I didn't hear that. <laughs> they discover that he can think and talk. In fact, he goes around giving everyone in the house—Ed, his wife Polly, and their three children—advice. Does he, he doesn't. He just makes stupid comments he's, after the fact. Uh, he's quite antagonistic to this family who are putting up with his demonic presence. Your brownies are gross, bitch. That <laughs> <laughs> would have made a funnier line. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what will their next door neighbor, Mrs. Trevelloni, think? Well, I, uh, we didn't get any of that no, information. A lot, a lot of the people involved in that synopsis did not exist. No. Um, uh, just really quick before I uh, we came in here, I found out that this was episode four. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it was called Whose Life Is It Anyway? And it came out October 20th, 1990. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, 
Corey submits a, s- a profile to a dating service, and Joanna calls him. Oh, good. I know her name now. Wait, I've... that was a dating profile? I thought she was just a creep and read a report and was like, I like the way you think. No, 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 no. He he wrote like a questionnaire. It was a dating yeah, it was like a questionnaire. She liked his questionnaire. Ew. You know, maybe you would have liked the show if you had paid closer attention. I doubt it very much. <laughs> doubt it very much. Joanna is an intellectually serious young woman who also happens to be beautiful and sexy. She's 15, guys. She's 15. Let's not use the term sexy here. When I, I'm assuming she's in high school, for sure. Uh, she's clearly young. When she comes to the house, Tucker, who answers the door and... Okay, and poses as Corey. This stars, as we said, Stephen Dorff as Tucker Brannigan, Joshua Rodoy as Corey Brannigan, David Dottie as Ed Brannigan. He was not in today's episode because no. he was in a convention outside of town. Yeah. Because that was a whole joke. Hey, Tucker, you said you'd be the man of the house while and your father... The Does that mean he has to sit on the couch and drink beer? <laughs> wow, what a loser. But like those are like the lines. This is like literally a line from yeah. the show was... Tucker, you said you'd be the man of the house and rake the leaves while your father is away at the convention. (laughs) Like, it, this show plays out like a sitcom that would be played in on a dystopian TV show or movie. Yeah. mm -hmm. Like, like the characters are sitting around watching a stupid show. Yeah. And it's like, what a dummy starring Stephen Dorff. Yeah, it was very weird. It doesn't feel like a real show. No, it doesn't. It feels like a fake show for another better thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) David Dottie as Ed Brannigan, like we said, was not in this because he was in a convention. Mm -hmm. Uh, Annabelle Armour as Polly Brannigan and Lauren Freeman as Buzz. This came out September 29th, 1990. The number one song was... Can't live without your... Wait, I'm not singing it right. Uh, Love and Affection. Can't Live Without Your Love and Affection by Nelson, Ricky Nelson's (laughs) twin son. Yeah, I know who they are. I wasn't explaining it to you. I was explaining it to the listeners. Our listeners know who they are. Oh, I'm sorry. I should not have assumed. And the number one movie was Pacific Heights. Um, And then if you... If you want to know what came out the day this came out, because apparently those were short-lived number ones, the number one movie was Marked for Death, which I want to say is a Steven Seagal movie. Yeah. And the number one song I had to play before we came in, and it really creeped you out. Yeah. It was I Don't Have the Heart by James Ingram. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on. What were your what, what did you expect going into What a Dummy, not knowing anything well, about it? Well, I already it? told you. I thought it'd be a ventriloquist dummy who was helping disgusting assholes get into girls' pants. Yeah, sort of. And it's kind of that. Kind of that. Yeah. Yeah. I have Oh, a... and that would be extremely racist and sexist. It can't well, help it didn't have a chance to be racist no. because there was nobody but white people in it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but if there were It had plenty of sexist <laughs> remarks. Yeah, it did. Oh, plenty of sex. Even called itself out on it too. It called itself because out on it while doubling call... down on yeah, it. Yeah. Because they kept calling her babe. And then he goes, That's a sexist remark, babe. Yeah. And it's like, what? Huge laughs. Huge laughs. Huge laughs for uh, from if, the canned audience. If people laughed in real life to something like this, mm-hmm. like to anything, like yeah. th- with this much verve and vigor, yeah, I would worry for their sanity. Oh yeah, like, I'm fairly certain there was laughing gas being it's plugged in. Unnatural, mm-hmm. too much. Um, yeah, it was weird what sh- the show felt was like bad words too, because mm-hmm. like 
Well, we, we gave you the rundown. Basically, the older Stephen Dorff brother is pretending to be his younger nerdy brother to, like, get into the pants of, like, this nerdy chick. Yeah. Right? And, like, at one point, she gets tickets to the Firebird. And what was funny to me, there was actually, like, a joke mm-hmm. in it where it was just the dummy explaining what the Firebird is to the stupid audience. Yeah. Because they knew the audience didn't know what the Thunderbird, or Firebird, Firebird. was. Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, what's his name? Tucker. Stephen Dorff. I'm just going to call him Stephen Dorff because yeah, yeah. it's all we know him as. Stephen Dorff is like, oh, yeah, Stravinsky is awe. Intriguing. Inspiring. Inspiring. And, like, it cuts to a Buzz, and Buzz is like, good save. And I'm oh. like, awesome's a, a dumb word? Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like, why is awesome a bad... Guys, I want to do a full disclosure here. While Cameron is sitting high on his throne right now, Mm. pretending to be morally above this, he laughed many times. (laughs) Check, please. Check, please. (laughs) There was... No, I, I laughed... Once that I recall. And I wrote it down. I'll admit it when it comes up. You had a lot of chuckles. Because <laughs> it was so bad. You had a lot of chuckles. Here, Want to hear what my predictions were? I mean, I guess. <laughs> this might get a Joanna on my side since I do them all in haikus. She might be like, wow, he's intellectually amazing. <laughs> she can have you. You're <laughs> laughing at this dumb show. Dull eyes like a corpse. <laughs> Jokes land like leaden balloons. <laughs> Who is the dummy? Oh, person watching, clearly. <laughs> clearly. So, as we said, uh, this show starts off with a little bit about brownies. Yeah. It's the bookend of the show. <laughs> yeah, it starts with brownies and ends with brownies. It ends with brownies. Like, before we even get to the creepy intro, mm. which is... So scary uh-huh. with the music of my nightmares. Yeah. And it ends. It's just like a slowly pushing in on a chest. Yeah, in a, a trunk. dark A trunk in a dark attic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like at the very end, the lead lifts and two hands come out <laughs> like a little f***ing Dracula. It's very goosebumps. Yeah, it's very goosebumps. But the show is not supposed to be scary. No. But there is nothing charming about Buzz. No, he is an uggo. If you think about a ventriloquist dummy, you're probably thinking about the pretty one with the like side hair, you know, pretty, the side part. P- pretty? Yeah, he's pretty. Okay. You know, he's trying, they're trying to make him look perfect. Right, 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 right. And that just makes him pretty, but super creepy. Right, 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 right. All right. So, so I, they know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Mostly white face, you yeah. know, black yeah. hair parted on the side. Kind of like a little Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, like a little Pee Wee Herman. Very pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy looked like he stuck his finger in a light socket. Well, his name is Buzz. Oh, maybe, maybe that's where that's they got part his name. Of his, yeah. his thing. Did electricity exist in the 1940s? In the 1990s? Well, no, mm. he's 50 years old. He's been in that trunk for 50 years, remember. So I don't know how he knows half the references he, he gets in there. Mm-hmm. But but my thing is, like, I'm assuming this show is in response to some degree to, like, ALF. But ALF was great. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> ALF, they actually made an effort to make ALF strange because he's an alien, mm-hmm. but also visually appealing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's there's nothing off-putting about Alf. Nope. This thing 
is a nightmare. This thing is really creepy. Because, like, I know a lot of people have, like, phobias about, like, uh, ventriloquist dummies yeah. just in general. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, yeah, but how can I make it more disturbing and gross? <laughs> Let's make him look like uh, a ventriloquist dummy f***ed Chucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. And here's Buzz. Here's Buzz. Like, he's emaciated looking. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's weird to say about a wooden doll creature, yeah. but, like, it's yeah. true. Like, yeah. so he's a... You know, he's, He's monstrous looking. It's like, there's nothing like, I don't want to look at him. And it feels like, honestly, the show doesn't really want to look at him either. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's not featured very prominently. Mm -hmm. And also, because he's a ventriloquist dummy, what I haven't really pointed out, and I didn't even realize until right now, is he can't move. No, he cannot move. He just sits there talking and staring. He doesn't, like, walk. No. Like, he doesn't go room to room. He's just... In the room. Yeah, I think they have to carry him into the next location. Yeah, I, like there's nothing to imply that he is able to physically walk from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like he can just sit and comment and make snarky comments yeah. at you. And I'm like, well, why are you even bringing him around? Yeah, <laughs> just leave him in the trunk. Put him back in the trunk. <laughs> I mean, like, is that, I mean, maybe that all gets resolved in the Put actual him in a trunk pilot. And I don't throw know. it in the river. Maybe this is why your. I mean, is this why your grandfather or whatever like got rid of? Like, I was like, I'm sorry again, guys. We don't have the pilot episode, so maybe these answers are questions are answered elsewhere. But I'm like, why are they putting up with this thing? Yeah. How is this like? Is he the in soul? Is like, is he the soul of someone that died yeah. or murdered? Got murdered? Like, how yeah. is this thing sentient? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he with them? It, are they protecting him? It's interesting to me when you you read the synopsis. like Yeah. Where it was like... That was all brand new information to me. Yeah, and they were like, what about Miss Travelloni? Yeah. And I'm like, but they make no effort to hide him from Joanna. No, he's just out there. In fact, sitting next to her, reading and staring at her. Yeah, like... It's gross. Like, there is a scene where she's sitting there reading... Mm-hmm. And, like, he keeps looking at her, and then she'll look at him, and he'll look away. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think she's supposed to be like, is that thing looking at me, kind mm-hmm. of? Like, I, I understand the subtlety of that. But then later on in the episode, he's straight up like, yeah, Joanna, you f***ing suck. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Cosmic high five. Cosmic high five. Was, it, was that a thing? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know. So here's the here's the joke that actually got me laughing. Oh, God. So the setup, as we've mentioned before, is the younger nerdy brother Mm -hmm. has set up a dating profile. And, like, when we say the younger nerdy brother, this kid's, like, 11, if that. Yeah, yeah. He's real young. He's really young. And they share a bedroom, which I thought was really, I don't know. I mean, like, it's. Nah, I shared bedrooms with my older sisters. I don't know, because, like. It just seemed like they were like five and eight years older than me, respectively. <laughs> right, I guess, because like, because at first, like, there's a scene where the younger nerdy brother is in his bedroom, but like on the walls was like a whole bunch of like heavy metal, like hair metal posters, and like half naked women, half naked women. I'm like, that doesn't seem like the room for this kid. And there's like football helmets and mm-hmm. stuff, and then like you see there's like twin beds. I'm like, oh, he shares it with his like much older brother. Mm-hmm. Okay, like that seems. Weird, right? What happens is, uh, I don't remember how it gets set up, set up but he's like, got this date with this girl that's supposed to come over. <laughs> the Buzz like says, okay, I don't even know the setup anymore, guys. But Buzz says something. He's like describing this nerdy kid, and he's like, "You, what did your questionnaire say? You nerdy hates broccoli and showers with his underpants on." Yeah, and you busted out <laughs> laughing. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, the little kid does look like Lundberg from Office Space de-aged. Yeah, he does. But not like like a younger version of like a a de-aged version of old Lundberg yeah. de-aged. Yeah. Not any offense to the child, but like that's how they had him dressed. Yeah. He had like the big glasses. Yeah. And he, he, they're really leaning into like the Urkelness of it all, I yeah. think. Yeah. Everything is very 90s. 90s Stereo- disgustingly cliche. Yeah. This isn't just a cliche. This is this goes beyond that. And it's also that weird transitional period in from the 80s to the 90s, which mm-hmm. I think was maybe the worst period of human history. It really was, yeah. Music was terrible. Yeah, fashion was terrible. And movies were terrible. Yeah. Everything was terrible. Sexism got way worse. Yeah. Well, this is where the, that tipping point started yeah. to get. Like, this is when, like, Baywatch started coming out and all that. Hey, stuff. don't. Don't diss the Baywatch. You won't let us do it for the podcast. Don't diss the Baywatch. <laughs> Your secret Off shame. limits. <laughs> Don't make fun of the Hoth in Don't here. Don't make fun of the Hoth. <laughs> so what happens is the next day, this girl Joanna comes by, and it just so happens that Stephen Dorff answers the door. Mm-hmm. Now, Stephen Dorff is doing, like, a Zach Morris spiel but like way worse than zach morris ever was in my opinion and he didn't even have pretty hair yeah because (laughs) yeah like the side part that's short is pretty hair like on a ventriloquist dummy yeah he didn't have it's a pretty hair and he does not have it it's all crunchy or something oh it's all full of hair gel it's pretty nasty like it probably like neon green hair gel Stick number five. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it was ultra nasty. hold. It was pretty nasty looking, honestly. But also, it's funny to me in a way. Maybe this makes sense. Okay. Maybe the best thing that ever happened to Stephen Dorff is this only lasted for one season. Yeah. Because he's very much kind of in that Zach Morris, Mark Paul Gossler vein. Yeah. But like. Mark Paul Gossler and Mario Lopez, too, even. <laughs> You're you such know, a huge fan of Mario huge, Lopez. Huge fan. Big fan. <laughs> big fan of all his work. They have, a, they have a, an, an innate charm. Yeah. This Stephen Dorff has no charm. None. He's unlikable. Mm-hmm. He's gross. He's yep. not funny. Mm-hmm. There's, like, nothing likable about him. Like, even when, like, Zach and, like... Slater were like being sexist pigs. Often they were called out on it on the, in the show. Yeah. By the by Kelly and yeah. uh, Lisa and all them. Like this show, like you said, calls it out, but then also doubles down on it. Yeah. So they don't learn their lesson about disrespecting women. No, 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 not no. at all. In like, fact, they'll they'll lie to the next one just to get into her pants. It was very much like um, both of them, the nerd and the jock. Yeah, it was very much like. We realize, like, uh, we we have to be more feminist now, but also there was, like, a struggle within, like, a cognitive dissonance within the writer's brain. Yeah. Who is, I'm sure, a middle-aged old white man. Yeah. He's like, oh, I can't just say, like, babe and chick anymore, so mm-hmm. I got to, like, call that behavior out, mm-hmm. but I still believe in it. Yeah. So she's 15 and sexy. Anyway, all I'm saying is like so I'm surprised. Gross. I'm surprised. All men are disgusting. It's true. I'm just surprised Mark Paul Gosler didn't have a better career. But yeah. I think the success of Saved by the Bell is actually what hurt him. Yeah. He gets typecast as Zach Morris. I'm still calling him Zach Morris. I'm still yeah. calling him AC Slater. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Stephen Dorff only had to endure this for one season, then he can go off and have a legitimate career. Right. 
So he meets this girl, and, like, he thinks the classics are the Beatles to the Partridge family, where, mm-hmm. like, the classics of music. And this girl comes over, and she's like, oh, it's so refreshing to meet a, a boy who doesn't think the classics are the Beatles to the Partridge family. Huge mm-hmm. laugh. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love all the classical music stuff. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you, I, I was once working at um, a job, and I was in, like, the cubicle farm. You are working at a job? I had a job, yeah. I was working at a job <laughs> nice. for the man. Wow. <laughs> and I was in the cubicle kind of area, and, like, there was, like, another group right next to us. And they were talking about rich people. Hmm. And this one woman, I was just, like, listening, over overhearing. And she's like, yeah, he's rich, and he probably listens to all that classical music stuff. And I'm like... You don't have to be rich to like classical music. What is going on in your brain that you're like, it has to be classical music. But that's what this kind of show is. Dude, I was four, living on a farm in the Appalachians, and I was like, I love opera. Yeah, it's so it's such a weird... Like, come on, what a dumb thing to like typecast people as. Yeah, like only rich... Uh, only rich people would have the sensibilities to love classic music. Once, once I hit a certain task, <laughs> tax, tax bracket, bracket I'm, I'm getting... I'm love classical music. <laughs> Getting Mozart's greatest hits, baby. Uh, <laughs> but um, so he's like pretending to be his little brother because he wants to like bang this this woman. Fifteen year old girl. Fifteen year old girl. Well, he's a fifteen year old boy. It's really gross, guys. It's gross. It's so gross. Because like I said, like it's very horny without being overtly sexual. It's, yeah, but you know the end goal here. Yeah, you know what he's trying to do. She's like, oh, what kind of books do you like to read? And he says hardbacks and she goes me too and i was like don't they only have hardbacks my thought was like maybe i'm dumb is there an author named hardback or something like that like joanna hardback yeah and because like i thought i mean she's like no for my birthday i got 30 hardbacks i'm like so it could have been anything like i'm like any book that's hardcover any any book that's hardcover any book picture books (laughs) (laughs) And like it, again, it's the show's feeling. It's not. It's it's that classical music is only for rich people. Yeah. It's not the content that matters. It's the package it's presented in. Yes, exactly. That's what matters. It's yeah. Crazy. So very shallow. The the biggest laugh I think that came from the whole show, not from me. Mm, I will. Mm, so mm. they they come to a bit of a detente. Him and his brother. Mm-hmm. He admits, "I am posing as you, so I can." Get with this woman. Yep. Girl. Uh, girl. Sorry. Yes. Girl. I'm together with this girl. Can you help me be more nerdy like you mm-hmm. so I can impress her? And the kid does it, but then, like. Well, he doesn't know he's trying to get with a girl. He thinks. Oh, that he's trying to imp- the kid improve himself. The thinks that his brother wants to be nerdier because it'll make his life fuller. Right. So, like, yeah. they go to this whole. I don't even know why they went into old timey sepia tone. I don't know. Uh, but, like, it's like an old school reel of, like, etiquette training with yeah. Corey or whatever. And there's, like, three bits in it mm-hmm. chocolate milk, yeah. where he pours chocolate milk syrup in his mouth. Drinks the milk milk, and then swishes it. And they're like, no, drink it into the cup. And so he spits it out into the cup and then drinks it. And like one of the canned laughter people is like, oh! Oh, God. (laughs) It's so gross. So they have that. There's one where the nerdy kid's just teaching him how to walk with a shirt in his hand. Like, I didn't understand. I don't. I don't 
know what I didn't get, I didn't get that and one. And the other one was eating a watermelon and throwing it away. He ate the watermelon and then put the rind in the fridge. And then his brother had to be like, ah, 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 takes out the rind, puts it in the garbage, and then takes the garbage out, covering his nose, P.U., walks out. And then it was like the end. And Mike, you've never taken out the garbage before, bro? Never. This kid's like 15 or 16. But like one thing you might notice about the description of what just happened is there were no jokes. There were no- <laughs> There were no jokes in this sitcom. Those were just three actions that happened. Yes. And at the end of it, the crowd goes wild. Flipping mind. It goes wild. It was like the Cubbies won the Super Bowl. (laughs) Oh, Super Bowl. World Series. Right. That's how sporty I am. (laughs) Hey, guys, if you want a really good uh, news report, listen to Kid News, K I D N U Z on Apple Podcasts. And no, they're not a sponsor. They're just legit good. Yeah, we've started with it's having... It's just the news. There's there's no political commentary. There's no bias. It's just the news. It literally will just be... like there's Yeah, there's no it's punditry. It's eight minutes long. It's great. I love it. Yeah, it's great. And our kids are learning stuff. And yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's it's honestly legit good news. Even right. if they're talking about Trump. It's, it's news. Well, because there's no um, commentary on it. It's yeah. just like he lost the primary... Or he won the primary in New Hampshire. Yeah. But, Next, you know, like yeah. that's it, and that's what I feel like all news should be. And I've said that's this what I miss. I miss that about news. Just give me the fucking facts. I don't give a shit about your opinion. Yeah, there's so much of it is just like talking heads and pundits yeah. saying whatever. Now we're talking heads like what a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that like we cuss. We're different. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like like I don't want to hear your opinion. Don't give me this. Just tell me what happened. Yeah, just tell me exactly what happened. And if you tell me exactly what happened, then I will form my own opinion. Again, we are old people. We are big fans of Walter Cronkite. <laughs> well, we weren't even alive for Walter Cronkite. But... Exactly. But that's the kind of journalism I miss. Yeah. Just the facts. I don't need your sway. I already know what a sh- whole Trump is. <laughs> I don't need it hammered in my face. I already know. Exactly. Other huge laughs that we got in this show were when Stephen Dorff dresses like a nerd. Yeah. That was the joke. That was the joke. He puts on glasses, a jacket, and a, and bow, a tie. bow tie. And, like, he walks out in the whole... Don't you be making fun of my bow tie? <laughs> <laughs> whole crowd goes crazy. Yeah. When his little brother realizes what's been going on, mm-hmm. he's like, well, I'm going to be like you and ruin your date. Yeah, so he goes with a mullet he goes and a Hawaiian shirt. Well, it's a tie-dye shirt. Oh, is it a tie-dye? It's a tie-dye shirt with a star in it. He His mullet is, like, spiked out. Like, he kind of looks like Robert Smith of The Cure. <laughs> and, like, all he does is he skateboards by and he goes, Cowabunga! <laughs> and the crowd loses their mind. I swear loses to God. their mind. I have never wanted to be certain that something is canned laughter in my life. Because yeah. that was a real studio audience. Mm-hmm. I fear for our future. Well, those same people who are laughing raucously at this show are now running the country. Exactly. Exactly. Again, being partly a nerd Mm -hmm. means you can cook. Uh, Apparently. And this this is, I had a problem with this. Okay. So this is another example of like way too much information for like a joke. Mm -hmm. Buzz says, I don't know. The kid says something stupid. The little kid says something like, I can't believe he cooked. And Buzz responds, you should have seen him glaze that turkey. What was worse was watching him chase... Uh, oh, it was a duck, actually. I'm yeah. sorry. Let's try again. You should have seen him <laughs> glaze that duck. 
What was worse was watching him chase it around the kitchen. I told him not to get dinner at the pet store. Nobody's that stupid. Okay. That's way too long for a joke. It's, yeah. It's got to be pithier, faster, yeah. right? Huge laugh. I didn't get it. But <laughs> you know what? Mm. I was thinking watching that. I was like, unless she gets poisoned, yeah. good for him. Yeah. He f***ing cooked a turkey. In fact, it took him all day to make this French qu- French meal. Like, they joked about And he actually does it. Like, he says at he one He doesn't go to a French restaurant and order it all up. No, that's why I thought they were going to go with it. Yeah, I thought they were going to order the food. he actually makes it. I thought he ordered... It was the classic sitcom bit where I mm-hmm. got the takeout and I'm pretending like I cooked it. No. Mm-hmm. And, like, at one point, he he's Supposedly, like... Supposedly, he also killed the duck. He, he, he feathered the duck. <laughs> He that is fresh food, and, and he must have like had to like uh, like get all his guts out. Yeah, he did it all. He, he dressed the duck, but like he's like you know that classic thing where he's like, oh, it's a duck a la orange. It's no big deal. Yeah, like sits back, basking in this like reflected or this glory, not reflected glory. It's his own glory. Yeah, he he actually and, and the the dummy has to be like you just um take two hours to light the oven. I'm like. Well, you know what? He stuck to it. Yeah, he stuck to it. He really wants in her pants. He, he, <laughs> I, I'm like, this kid should be commended. He actually did it. Like, he didn't just... This is like the one time in the whole show he's not pretending to be something else. All right. He actually put effort into it and did it, and the show mocks him for it. <laughs> the ruin in the, the day. I don't really know what's going on. The nerd and the... Stephen Dorff go into the kitchen. They argue, and then suddenly they're like, "Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah, bro." Respect for you. Yeah, like, like the, you. it was so yeah. funny because, like, I remember watching like Full House when I was a kid, yeah. and every episode had like the very special moment. Mm-hmm. Music would come on at the mm-hmm. end of the episode, and like that's what happens here. But it comes out of such left field. There's no build up to it. No, that we were like, oh, oh, wait a second. Oh, we. Oh, they respect each other now. We res- <laughs> we resolved yeah. this. Like, and, and, and the music does all the heavy lifting. There. It's like, yeah. we did it. Then they're like, we got to go tell her the truth. And that's when you, you said they go out mm-hmm. and they don't show them apologize. No. They just show her standing there. And she's like, well, of course I forgive you. Uh, I mean, like, and then not only does she forgive them for lying. Mm-hmm. I mean, the little kid was kind of being a piece of crap. But, like, he was doing it to get back at his brother. He yeah. wasn't necessarily doing it to get back at her. No. The the older brother was like the real yeah. skis here. Yeah. But because of their honesty, she's like, Stephen Dorf, I got a friend who's perfect for you. Oh my God. And then the little boy's like, What about me? Can I get some? <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. basically it. Yeah. And she's like, Well, I'm a little old for you. Yeah. Because he's like eleven and she's like fifteen, 15 sixteen yeah. or whatever. So, um, and then, but we can still go see the Firebird. And then Polly, the little girl, hops down. And she's like, "Cosmic high five. Which is like a high five where you don't touch each other's hands. It's like COVID high five. And what's also weird, <laughs> I should also point out, Buzz has like nothing to do with anything no, going on. No. That the the pretty much the premise of the show, he's not involved. No, he just comments on things. He's like, okay, guys, you remember those old DVDs? Where you'd watch a movie and there'd be a director commentary yeah, over yeah. top. Yeah, this is what Buzz does. He's Mystery Science Theater 3000, <laughs> his own crappy show. His own shitty show. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, has, he does not play any role in it. And what was really crazy, too, is like I didn't understand when people could hear him and not. Yeah. Because sometimes they gave him a voiceover. Yeah. They gave Joanna a voiceover. Yeah. 
Like, look, we get internal monologue. It was wild. <laughs> There's just no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah, I don't know why Polly was so excited for them no. at the end. Uh, like, <laughs> like, You're going to get laid. Cosmic <laughs> high five. <laughs> Way to go, bro. <laughs> I'm four and I totally get it. And then, of course, we need to, we need to resolve yeah. the brownie joke, mm-hmm. which... I, uh, okay, I guess we should set up the brownie joke if it's worth it. She's selling brownies to her school for like 20, 20 cents, cents per brownie. And she gives Buzz a bite and he's like, oh, this is gross. So she like. And that was your first genuine laugh. You laughed so hard at that dummy vomiting. I did not. Yes, you did. That yes, is a you lie. Did. No, this that, is fact. Stop trying to get in my pants with this your lies. <laughs> I will always be trying to get in your <laughs> pants with my lies. <laughs> what do you think I've been doing for 20 years? <laughs> But, like, so she lowers the price to 10 cents. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the show, she comes into the kitchen. And she's like, I sold all my brownies. That's the good news. And they're like, what's the bad news? And she's like, had to chip, put it down to two cents per brownie. Yeah. And, like, they're like, oh, Polly. Let's go back to our meditation. And, yeah, and, like, the whole joke of that scene is that Buzz and the mother mm-hmm. are doing yoga. Yeah. That's the whole joke. Like, there's no comment no. on it. There's not even, like, this new age bull crap or whatever. Yeah. It's just they're doing yoga, and I'm like, I guess that's funny. I guess. So are you surprised that this show only lasted one season? No. You know what I'm surprised You know about? I'm surprised it lasted one season. <laughs> Guys, we have shows that I have... I have curated for the next little bit mm-hmm. that barely lasted three episodes. Yeah. The fact that this made it a whole season yeah. is bonkers. Wild. Bonkers, bonkers, bonkers. There's like and I do think you should all see it. It's on YouTube. I mean, like, don't sit and watch the whole thing. We watched it it's, for you. It's guys, I mean, if I don't like you, I'd say watch it. <laughs> I, I, I like you all just fine. Just fine. Just, just fine. Just fine. Just fine. You know. But, like, <laughs> I don't know that we are giving it enough due of horror, how horrifying and bad it is. Okay, imagine it's an SNL skit. Yes. That's what it is. But, like, a bad, like, but, the, but like, but like but after like, weekend update yeah. skit. Like, <laughs> the very last one of the show. We're all tired and we, we're like, all tired. We know There's everyone's no gone energy. to bed. <laughs> There's a stupid set. Uh, you know, it's that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except none of the funny people are in it. Yeah, it's like all the, they've all gone home or they're it's doing all coke. Like, it's all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. It's, the, it's also, bad. It's, it's when uh, they're going, featuring, like, the other guys that yeah. aren't, like, starring on yeah. SNL. It's those guys. <laughs> because the rest of the crew is partying. Yes. Already. Already. With, with Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> okay. This is from Steve57527. It says, if this isn't the worst show ever, it definitely is the worst idea for a show. These are kind of long reviews because I kind of figured we wouldn't have much to say about the show. But it says, uh, as embarrassed as I am to admit it, I actually watched this show when I was little. <laughs> most short-lived... You couldn't sh- help it. Most... Well, again, you, you watch what was on. Yeah. That's all you had. Yeah, exactly. What were you going to do? Go outside and play? Oh, barf. <laughs> <laughs> most... My choices are get exercise or watch to what a dummy. <laughs> Uh, most short-lived shows that I've watched, I usually forget about. Yeah. But this show Gave me was nightmares. so stupid to the point where you couldn't forget it. 
Back in the late 80s, early 90s, almost every syndicated show was awful. Small Wonder, Out of This World, Mm -hmm. Learning the Ropes, She's the Sheriff, I wanted to do. Oh my God, She's the Sheriff, I remember that one. With Suzanne Summers. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to do it, but I can't find it streaming anywhere. Not even on YouTube. No, Suzanne Summers hit all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, like buried it. Yeah. Uh, The Munsters Today. And the bar was already set pretty low. If we can ever do She's the Sheriff, we're going to do we're it. Gonna, we're going to effing do it. Uh, the if thing, we can find it. If we can find it. The thing that gets me is how in the world someone could pitch an idea of a family comedy which centers around a talking dummy and not get laughed out of the room. I mean, I get the... Yeah, but everything else weird was happening at that time. You, you've got Alf. Yeah, Alf. Little Small Wonders, which is yeah. about a little robot girl. Yeah, like, exactly. I there, mean, There is a lot of really crazy ideas being thrown at the wall. I mean, like, I actually... I'm envious of that time where, yeah. like, actually a show like this could not only get pitched but made. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's see if it works. Like, well, Instead of, oh, look, yeah, another Harlan Coben dumb thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I'm not saying, like, they should, weren't looking for hits. But I think there – I don't want to say there was less arrogance then. But I think there was a feeling of, like, I don't necessarily – Trying to create something new. Trying to create something new and, like – Kind of like the old Beatles thing where, like, they they tried out for DECA records and mm-hmm. DECA was like, guitar bands are on the way out. We're not signing you jokers. And then, mm-hmm. like, they become the Beatles. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, you you have that feeling of, like, maybe this will hit and I'm just not getting it. Right. So, and, like, yeah, ALF and Small Wonder are kind of hits right now. So maybe this will work. And, like, to actually put something behind it and be like, no, oh, it didn't yeah, work. Yeah, but ALF makes it into a stuffed animal. You can't make a stuffed ventriloquist dummy that kids are going to buy. I think you could. Gross. <laughs> the fact that I love my kids, but if they ever wanted a ventriloquist dummy, I would say no. <laughs> oh, my God. Not in this house. Not in this house. I can't. Like, I was thinking this during the show. I was like, if I went to somebody's house. Mm-hmm. And there was a dummy, I'd leave. I'd leave. I'd I'd fucking leave. I'd fucking leave. I'd knock over a vase and I'd be like, "Fuck you! (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. Don't follow me. (laughs) And keep your spirit thing to itself. (laughs) I need. I need to burn some sage. Clear this bad energy away. Keep your skinwalker to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Turns out the secret of Skinwalker Ranch is it's a bit Yeah, flesh pedestrian. <laughs> the fact that this show was actually picked up for syndication makes me wonder what in the world these people were thinking. They weren't. They were just trying to get a hit. Yeah. I, I think back then, too, I mean, like, not to get too into, like, capitalism again, as we tend to do. I don't think, like, the salaries of, like, the people, like, in the CEOs, like, on all that was like that bad like it was it was bad it was it was it was but i think they were like more willing it wasn't less for the shareholders and like i don't know i that doesn't make sense either but like i think there's just more of a willingness to take risks like a more Mm -hmm. of a speculative like i don't know maybe this will be good Mm -hmm. i don't know didn't someone have the courage to stand up and say how unbelievably stupid an idea this show was i mean come on a talking dummy that is sure to give people nightmares for years to come. Well, that's what Goosebumps is for. I know. They work. Yeah, and it works great. I know that Mr. Ed... Let's bring Mr. Ed into You this. got a talking horse. So, yeah, a talking dummy's right there with it. Yeah, had a far-fetched plush about a talking yeah. horse and became a successful sitcom. I uh, loved Mr. Ed. I did, too. <laughs> I can't believe that during the whole Forever Night episode, his name's Nick Knight, and we didn't make a Nick at Night joke. Anyway. Because Nick at Night isn't Nick Knight. I don't think so. No. However, that show had wit and charm and a talking horse is a lot less freakier than a talking dummy. Yeah. Agreed. 
I remember that every episode would use the same joke. Someone would say something stupid, and the dummy would always respond by saying, And they called me the dummy. Oh, my God. Check, please. Check, please. He says, check, please. And that's when we busted out laughing, not at that joke, but because of <laughs> Shelby from Adventure Time. <laughs> if you've seen Adventure Time, you probably know what we're talking about. But it was, in every sick, in every comedy, they have to say, check, please. And they did it in this. And yes. they did it in this, and we busted out laughing. People who decide to put trash like this on the air are beyond stupid. Yeah. This one is called What a Dummy. Who canceled the show? Oh my this God. is by McFruity Balls. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take it seriously. <laughs> okay. I am still in disbelief this show was canceled. It's 2007 when this was released. 17 years this person's been stewing. <laughs> It just goes to show that network execs have no freaking clue what the public wants. Wow. I remember when ALF came out. I was the first person to say, this is the most unrealistic show I have ever seen. I mean, come on, people. A talking alien? Give me a break. But a talking dummy's more realistic? It's common knowledge that if aliens would come to Earth, they would speak English. And let's just face it, ALF was not even that funny. <laughs> Although that Lynn Tanner did have a nice set of hooters. I'm pretty sure that's the teenage daughter. So McFruity Balls is a creep. Just in case you're wondering who likes this show. No, we're not giving him any more screen time. Moving on. Well, anyway, he misspells um, hollow at the end, too. So he's. Oh, he's saying the show is hollow? No, that the people, uh, it says, if those gosh dark studio heads do not release it after that on a Blu-ray machine. He calls it a Blu-ray machine. Well, maybe they are the ones who are hollow instead of hollow. Hollow, like wood. But anyway, McFruity Ball sucks. Yep. So would you, Green No. <laughs> <laughs> this was horrible. Horrible. This was, was this the worst show we've ever no. done? No. What's the worst show we've ever done? I don't know. There's like a tie for like a hundred of them. <laughs> yeah. 98% of the show. I want Forever Night back. Why can't we get a Forever Night back? That one, that one was a lot of fun. I love Forever Night. Made no sense. It didn't matter. Didn't even mm. matter. Watch Forever Night, guys. <laughs> and also, mm. listen to Piloting the Pilots, which releases each Tuesday. It can be found on iTunes and Oh, not Stitcher. Yeah, SoundCloud or whatever. Wherever else find podcasts. As always, you can contact us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. As you know, we have no bias or political leaning in this podcast, so, you know. Yeah, we are completely. We are completely moderate. (laughs) (laughs) We just deliver the facts about shitty shows. Sure do. We don't talk about capitalism, feminism, none of that shit. Never comes up. Never comes up. Anyway. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Next week, well... I'm concerned about next week now. Uh oh. Because again, tell you what I'm gonna tell you this for free, guys. <laughs> Our son's basketball practices have been moved to Saturday mm. afternoons. Yeah. So like, when we're done with this, I have to go straight up and make myself not look like the Living Dead, and then get to that back. You basketball look gorgeous, practice. honey. You look gorgeous first thing in the morning. What's the first thing I tell you in the very morning? Oh my God, you're so molestery. <laughs> Yes, I say that to you. I say, stop being so molestery. (laughs) 
No. But what I want to do mm. is a little show called Auto Man. Yeah, yeah. It looked good. You saw it. It did. It looked really good. The only problem is I saw that it's an hour and 12 minutes long. Uh, we can't do that now. So we because might have we, to. we don't have that kind of time anymore. Until basketball season's over, we yeah. might have to stick with half hour shows so we have enough time to do it, mm-hmm. record before we can get out. Yeah. So just know, don't look it up. Do not. If I find out you guys have looked it up, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed off. Do not look up Auto Man until we have a chance to watch it. Okay. <laughs> Don't spoil it for us. We'll find something that's within like a 20... 40 minute. 30 minutes. Yeah, 40 minutes. 40 minutes is the max 40. right now. Yeah. Like, that's cutting it close. Hour and 12 is like a, a movie almost. So yeah. like, but I We don't really, have that kind of time in the morning anymore. But I really want to watch it. So once... And it's only... Basketball season will be over like within a month. Yeah, but then it's... uh, What is the next? Volleyball? Volleyball. Volleyball. But I don't think you'll have weekend practices. Well... But we thought about basketball. Yeah, no, they threw that on us. Oh God! And then he's got a game on Monday. I'm but oh, but of... they did win their first game. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Oh my God! It was hilarious. These <laughs> kids—they barely don't know how to dribble, right? They don't know how to dribble. It is so funny watching them play basketball. <laughs> it's the most entertaining thing I've ever seen. It's like a bunch of drunk toddlers. <laughs> um, and Hunter got his nose. Yeah. Like I was telling my mom about it. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he had a great game. One kid got injured. Guess what you want? <laughs> Bloody nose, it was bruised. Yeah. Wasn't broken. He was fine. He was fine. And he was like, I didn't get enough stage time. <laughs> stage time. Stage time. Anyway, so I don't know. If we have the time, I really want to do Auto Man next week. But if not, we'll find something maybe a little short within that yeah. 20 to 40 minute period so we can get in, yeah. watch it, and get in here and record. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Do All not right. look at Auto Man. I swear to God, do not look at Auto Man. <laughs> They're going to look at Auto Man. You're telling them not to push the red button. If you watch Auto Man, you have to watch all of What a Dummy. <laughs> that is your punishment. I wish it on you. Anyway, we'll see you next week. We love you so much. Love Don't, you, bye. We love you so much. Don't watch What, what a Dummy. <laughs> Bye. Bye.